Did you hear the nugget that was delivered on last week's show? There were many, I agree, but our guest brought forth a perfect way to say one of the most important things that every aspiring sportscaster needs to hear. Did you hear it or did you miss it? Well, if you missed it, you're lucky because right now I'm going to tell you exactly what was said and why it's so important. Welcome to the Sportscasters Club Radio Show, where it's all about becoming a better sportscaster and a better sports fan. And now, your host, a man who began his sportscasting career by sleeping on hotel floors during road trips, Rick Schultz. Welcome back to the Sportscasters Club online radio show. I am Rick Schultz. Thank you so much for joining us today. I've got some important information for you, especially if you are an aspiring sportscaster, because last week we had a terrific episode. If you missed it, our guest was Jason Barrett of Barrett Sports Media, and we touched on all kinds of things. The current state of sports talk radio. We talked about tips for aspiring sportscasters who are just getting started. We talked about some resources for broadcasters who want to get their materials in front of the right people. A lot of great content. And also, JB's story is really phenomenal in and of itself. Just a a great story about perseverance, about having a hunger for your goal, about how to build a career long term and just stick with it and achieve your dreams. It was really a great episode. So if you have a chance and you haven't already heard it, check it out from last week, our interview with Jason Barrett. But what I want to talk about today is something that he said right at the end of that conversation. It was right at the end. We were saying goodbye for the interview. It had been a a great talk. And he made a point. And then we concluded the interview. I wrapped it up and that was the episode. And I want to tell you exactly what he said and expand on it because it was so important and maybe it is the one key that is the most important thing for sportscasters to know. And I'm going to talk about that in just a minute. If you're enjoying the show, check out our seven-hour online sports broadcasting course. We cover play-by-play, talk show hosting, television, and much more. Visit sportscastersclub.com and click on online sportscasting class. The Sportscasters Club Online radio show rolls on. Last week, our guest was Jason Barrett of Barrett Sports Media. Had some great conversation with Jason, some great content. And right at the end of the program, he made a comment. And he said he had some advice for aspiring sportscasters. And his advice was, for any sportscaster that's looking to build a career... You have to realize that it's about relationships more so than anything else. And I want to expand on that a little bit because it is so important. Of all the people that I know that have advanced to really high levels in sports broadcasting, I can't think of any of them who didn't have a connection personally with someone who gave him an opportunity. And it's all about having people skills. It's all about 
keeping in mind that every program director you send your air check to, every colleague you meet in a broadcast booth or, or that you meet in a locker room, every tape you send out, that's the way it used to be 20 years ago, now it's mostly digital, every contact you make, every person you bump into is another person. So it's not just the program director of a radio station that's hiring, that has a job to offer you. It's a person. So keep that in mind. Consider the fact that this is a real person and building a relationship is ultimately the key to opening up doors. Yes, there are going to be certain people who are just freaks of nature in terms of talent, or anything else that they possess, and they may burst onto the scene and achieve great things. But 99% of the time, maybe more, it has a lot to do with relationships. So for example, you may make contact with someone now and stay in contact with that person for years. And finally, five, ten years down the road, Something occurs or grows from that that lands you an actual job, that lands you a position in the sports casting industry. That is oftentimes how these things work. I mean, you heard JB say it last week when he talked about when a program director posts for a job available, that program director may get a thousand inquiries, resumes, tapes. I keep saying tapes. It's not tapes. It's digital. It's air checks. Most of it comes digitally now. Links to websites, but they're going to be inundated immediately from hundreds, if not thousands of people. And we've all been there at some point where we were one of those people sending those materials blindly because we saw a job posting. But the person who's going to get the job, chances are, is the person who had some kind of an in. Because think about it, you get a thousand inquiries for one job, you can't possibly go through it all. You need some way to get rid of most of it right away, right off the bat, so you can deal with the small, itsy-bitsy subsection of those inquiries that you're actually going to consider. So for example, as crazy as this sounds, I can recall... The winter baseball meetings in New Orleans, 19, I think it was 1995, might have been 96, I think it was 95. I went to the winter meetings, ended up sitting, this is actually two stories in one, I ended up sitting on the airplane from New York, I left Fordham, took a cab to the airport, traveled all by myself down to the winter meetings in New Orleans, and sitting on the plane next to me was the owner of a minor league baseball team. Great guy. And I'm not someone that usually talks to the person next to me on an airplane. I usually mind my own business, listening to my headphones, listening to a podcast or an audio book, whatever. But on this particular flight, we talked the whole time. I was a minor league baseball broadcaster. He was a minor league baseball owner. We chatted the whole time there. Just so happens that... I guess five, six years later, I ended up broadcasting for his team, the AA Yankee affiliate, the Norwich Navigators. Now, I did not 
land that job through a relationship with him. I landed it through a relationship with Mark Lineweaver, who was the number one broadcaster in Norwich, who I had met in Pittsfield, Massachusetts. We struck up a relationship. Lineweaver was from Yorktown, New York. I was from Poughkeepsie. We played high school baseball against each other. He then went on to broadcast. I went on to broadcast. Never knew each other. We met in the New York Penn League and put two and two together. Mark had a tape of him hitting and me catching in high school from 10 years prior. How amazing is that? But we built that relationship. I ended up getting the job in Hudson Valley and then years later moved to the Yankees AA team because Mark called me because we had a relationship. We knew each other. We had broadcast in the same league. So that relationship helped. As I got to New Orleans to those winter meetings, one of the nights we're drinking hurricanes. We're outside after the day's events were done. There was a big bonfire behind one of these establishments in New Orleans. And I happened to be chatting with the media relations director of a triple-A ball club in the International League. And I said to him, how do you make hiring decisions? What does somebody have to do to get hired to be a triple-A broadcaster? He said, well, there's a lot that goes into it. Number one, the, the jobs are very rare. They hardly ever become open. But he said it's all about relationship. And he said, for example... When I post a job, whether it's broadcasting or otherwise, he said, I may get hundreds of replies. And the first thing I do, this is what he told me, the first thing I do is anything that's on white paper, I discard. I throw it right in the trash. Can you believe that? He throws everything that comes on white paper, any resume that shows up on white paper, he chucks it. And he keeps only the cream-colored resumes, and demo materials. I said, why do you do that? He said, it's simply a way of me to weed out, a way for me to weed out most of what I get so I can start looking at a manageable number of candidates. So number one, I never again sent a resume on white paper anywhere. But number two, it made me realize that so much of it is arbitrary. The thing that separates you is the relationship. Having an in. It is so true what they say. It's not what you know, it's who you know. And in this industry, the sports journalism, sports broadcasting industry, a great deal of it is who you know. You've got to be talented, especially to continue rising up the ranks and building a long, sustaining career. But so much of it is who you know. And that is one of the big decisions I had to make, and that's one of the big reasons I went to Fordham University, because of all the people that I would meet and connections I would make at the university, in the sports media industry, and in New York City in general. So I could explain step-by-step step how relationships helped me go from my first position in minor league baseball to continuing on to the Yankees AA team, to broadcasting Army basketball and hockey, helping on the football broadcasts, moving to Denver, hosting a sports talk show, coming back to New York, and all the different things I've done in addition to that. So it all comes down to relationship. That's one of the most important things broadcasters need to understand. 
And in this regard, a couple great resources for you. Number one, number one, that's why we made the Sportscasters Club Facebook group a free place where sportscasters can connect and meet with each other. So if you're not part of our free community on Facebook, I hope you can join us. It's the Sportscasters Club community. We get some banter between broadcasters back and forth, questions that others are able to answer. Sometimes I do, sometimes it's someone else on the forum. Great place to connect with other sportscasters and people in the industry. But also, one of the guys that I listen to regularly, every week I listen to his podcast, his name is Dan Miller. He's got the 48 Days Online radio show, and it is a terrific resource to understand the process of building relationships of how to build a career. He deals with a lot of people that have an entrepreneurial side that maybe want to do something on the side. And for many of you, sports broadcasting and announcing might be something that you're starting on the side. Great. But he also deals with people that work a normal 40-hour week in a normal 9-to-5 job. And he helps them understand their passions, their strengths and weaknesses, and build a career that fits exactly what they want. So check out the 48 Days Online Radio Show. I'll leave the link here in the program, in the show notes, so you have a chance to take a look at that. But that just really stuck at me when I listened back to the interview from Jason Barrett last week. We just kind of tossed that out there at the end, but I, I knew it deserved some more time that we could discuss it and I could get that point across. That's also why we do so much at Sportscasters Club and at sportscastersclub.com because we want to connect broadcasters, we want to educate, and definitely with our our group, our free Facebook group, it's a great place to come and connect with other sportscasters. Are you an aspiring sportscaster or an established sportscaster? Or how about just a sports fan? Well, you probably are, which is why you're tuned into the Sportscasters Club online radio show. A great way to get practice, to build a platform, and to become a better broadcaster is by doing exactly what I'm doing right now, hosting a podcast. And the cool thing is, it's really easy. It's really simple. I mean, if I can do it, really anybody can do it. Hosting a podcast now is something that's available to anyone, if you're a beginner or if you're advanced. Number one, it's a lot of fun. Number two, it allows you to improve and become better in your craft. And number three, it's a great way to put your name out there and network and build a career. So if you would like to host a podcast, you can do the same thing I've done. And I've chosen to use Buzzsprout as my host. Number one, they're pretty much the easiest one out there. It is so simple to start a podcast with Buzzsprout. And again, if I can do it, you can do it. Number two, they're very inexpensive. And number three, they have all the tools you need to grow your podcast the way you want to do it. You have complete control. So if you're interested in setting up a podcast for yourself, check out the show notes. You can take a look at the process. It's so simple. You can go right on there, click it, and you can be set up literally within a few minutes. It's very easy. If you have questions about the process, you can always send a message to me at questions at sportscastersclub.com. But again, if you're interested in hosting your own podcast, check out the show notes. I'll put the link in here for Buzzsprout. Check it out. And if you have questions, I'd be glad to help as well. Let me know what you think about this particular episode where I've just 
discuss this one topic today. It's very important. It's, it's something broadcasters need to know, especially aspiring sportscasters, because it, it is who you know as much as what you know. And in this industry, that phrase, that cliche that's overused is very, very true. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I'm Rick Schultz here on the Sportscasters Club online radio show. Thank you for sharing this with at least one person that you know will benefit, whether it's a sports broadcaster or a sports fan in your life. And until next time, so long. Thanks for listening to the Sportscasters Club radio show at sportscastersclub.com. Don't forget to subscribe so you will never miss an episode. And thanks for liking, sharing, posting reviews, and spreading the word.